Hey friends, welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. So happy to be here with you today. Our music in the background is from our good friend, Mr. Ryan O'Neill, also known as Sleeping At Last. His stuff is so good. Are y'all just loving it? I know. I need you just to like get on Spotify or get on his website and just listen to a couple of the series he's created and a couple of the different, th- I mean, he's just, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. And I'm just honored that he lets us listen to his music and be his friend. So make sure you check out his stuff. As our summer rolls on, I figured we got to have some real summery conversations. And as a girl who grew up in Georgia, you cannot have a summer conversation without talking about peaches. And so my friends, Stephen and Jessica Rose, who started the peach truck here in Nashville, are here with us today. They have a brand new cookbook that just came out, and it is unbelievable. It's called the Peach Truck Cookbook, and you can get it everywhere you love to buy books. It is amazing. So let's talk peaches with my friends, Stephen and Jessica. guys, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you for having us. I'm so grateful. This is so fun. You run the peach truck, which is honestly one of the summer highlights for all of us in Nashville, not just for me. You're sweet. It's one of the very best things about Mm. this town. Y'all somehow have managed to make Nashville still feel really small just by how you execute peach truck. Oh, that is like such a, I don't think I've heard it said like that. And that is so kind. I love that. I mean it. So good. That's cool. I'm glad. That's cool. Okay. Back me up. You didn't grow up in Georgia, Jess. No, Seattle. You did, Steve. Where? Yeah. Yeah, I grew up Fort Valley, Georgia, which is right in the middle of the state where the peach farm is. I lived there till I was eight and then moved to like Metro Atlanta. But, Uh, um. Because you know I'm Atlanta too. Marietta. Yeah. yeah, Mm -hmm. Snellville. Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I know. My friend Candace's dad was the mayor for a minute. Oh, goodness. I think the mayor. She'll she'll text me and tell me if I'm wrong. He was a Somebody, it's well, everybody is, yeah, yeah, everybody's um, yeah. So, I grew up eating peaches right off the tree, you know, it's kind of what we did in the summertime. Uh Um, and moving to Nashville in 2010, it it just didn't make sense to me why there weren't great peaches here. Yeah, Um, that's how I feel about bullet peanuts. Can you double down on that next? Honestly, it's something we've talked about. Oh, don't play games with my heart. I don't know if anybody (laughs) outside of Georgia loves the boiled peanuts like we do. Yeah, that may be true. That may be true. It may be a supply and demand problem. (laughs) (laughs) But thankfully, people do love peaches. So, um, yeah. Okay, but I want to stop you on that because have you heard the theory? It may be Richard Rohr. It may be Chip Dodd. I feel like it's Chip Dodd who says, we have these memories from childhood Mm -hmm. that remind us of Eden and we spend our lives trying to find them again. Yes. The nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I was, which I was nervous Mm -hmm. was my only, my own nostalgia. Nobody else cared, but thankfully like everybody has that one story of like, I was with my grandpa on the back of his truck and we had this peach when I was a kid. I haven't tasted anything like it until now. And so getting to provide that over and over for people is unbelievable. Because it was first yours. Yes. You did that first. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. that's crazy. I mean, so when you moved up here and nobody had peaches, it couldn't have just been like, you didn't see dollar signs flying over your eyeballs. No. I mean, it wasn't like, we're going to get rich. I mean, there had to be some sort of internal like, oh, this is kind of a thing I've always wanted to check back into. Maybe. I mean, the entrepreneurial spirit was definitely always in me. And uh-huh. Jessica really, really wanted to live life on her own terms. And um, 
And so that's a good sentence. What does that mean, Jess? Well, okay, you know what that's coming from? We just had breakfast, and I'm like, I'm an eight because we were talking about your series. Yeah, and and literally, it's like you want to live your life on your own terms. Uh-huh. So he's so he's he's li- and I was like, truthfully. that is so me. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I mean, I grew up with a dad who had his own business, and I just always saw that before me and have had that desire and. To kind of run your own thing versus work for thing. someone else. Yeah, okay. like I'm from Seattle. We are living in Nashville. How'd you get to Nashville? Him. Oh, okay. This guy right here. How'd y'all meet? Georgia though? boy. Uh, out west, we were co-workers at a nonprofit. So yeah, okay. we we like moved to Nashville and he's working a nine to five. And I'm like, I only have two weeks off a year to go home to my family. Like this is some sort of adult prison. I hated it. I like was like <laughs> adult prison. All prisons have adults. But Anyways, this was a self-chosen <laughs> adult prison. Yes. I was yeah. like, I don't like this. And, yeah. and I just knew I wanted to like be able to do my own thing whenever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. him having that kind of drive, that three achiever, always wanting to push the envelope and see what he was capable of. Me always looking for a way to like make a dollar on my own terms. And then this like kind of everything coming together of really you being like peaches are amazing. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I go to the farm as his girlfriend just to visit and like meet family. Yeah. Is your family still down there? Um, None of my immediate family is there anymore. My dad's uh, a pastor and is in Kentucky now. So, um, but we have like lifelong family friends that happen to be the peach growers. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we're sitting on their front porch and I'm like smuggling these peaches into my, my tote because they're (laughs) like, I don't know if this guy and I are going to work, but I'm taking some peaches. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. It like genuinely was incredible. And I like, I appreciate good fruit, like my Washington-ness. I like apples and cherries and all that. And then hearing, from them about, you know, you put a sticker on every peach and you send it to a grocery store and that whole distribution channel and a peach is so fragile. And like also the challenger in me, I'm like, I don't like the system. I don't Mm. like that. Your name, your last name is on every peach and a grocery store gets it like it's 95% of the way and the grocery store just needs to get it over the line into customers' hands, but they screw it up because they've got a thousand other products and they can't be singular focused on a peach. And that kind of like started stirring in our heads like, well, maybe we could just cut out all these middle people and if a peach is so delicate and the minute it gets picked, it needs to get into a customer's hand, maybe we could be the people to execute on that. And it wasn't like, Annie, it wasn't like, okay, this is our five-year plan, and we're going to find an old <laughs> truck, and we're going to do all these things, and we're right. so business-minded, and this is going to be a success. It was, let's, like, do it nights and weekends. Steven had an old truck. It was like, we'll call it the peach truck because we're so creative, uh-huh. um, and we'll go from there. And uh, here we are. But and it started yeah. in 11? 2012. 12, 12. Yeah. yeah. Nights mm-hmm. and weekends. And then before the second peach season, we both quit our jobs and we're like, let's see if we can do this. Okay. Part-time. Yeah. Let's talk about that first year because I remember it very clearly, but back up to when Which you is made crazy when you, I know I just, I it was it. awesome. It's amazing. Um, when you made that first phone call to the peach growers, yeah. they're your friends and you go, I just have this idea. I'll yeah. drive down right. and mm-hmm. get. How 30, many? 32 boxes. Okay. Yeah. I'll get 32 boxes and yeah. see. Yeah. And what happens? We set up at Imogene and Willie in the 12th yeah. South neighborhood. And um, 
which for our listeners, it's right next to Portland Brew that is in all of my books. The coffee shop is <laughs> yeah, in all yeah, my yeah. books. That's why. That's, that's awesome. why I always knew because I wrote a lot of books in Portland Brew. Oh, that's, oh, that's so amazing. Good. So, um, our first time well, the Thursday selling... night at Supper and Song. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, which was like massive, like uh, the biggest thing I feel like in the neighborhood at the time. Yeah. I mean, for Nashville. It's still so fun. Yeah, so yeah. incredible. And Moss Tacos pulled up when they are Winnebago and I was like, this is this is cool kids. Yeah, like, the cool kids yeah. are here and we're going to bring our truck and we're going to set up these peaches we write about it actually in the book just feeling so like are we cool should we yeah. even be here what are we doing and not know people like what are, what is this and I'm did like, you sell peaches. bags of them that day oh, too? We sold bags, yeah. Yeah. so you weren't selling to, individuals to about three people yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> we knew we were on to something yeah yeah we three, three down <laughs> yeah let's do this okay so you got the boxes you drove up and you set up and how was, long yeah, I mean, it, it, that week, it's all day Saturday, all day Sunday, just anybody would come by. Twitter was huge at the time, so yes. I was tweeting away. And and you gave me a free peach. Look at that. You that's yeah. I mean, that that's I awesome. watched you. You gave me one, but I also watched you give away probably 15 peaches. You're like, yeah, just try one. Th- yeah. That's, that's good like, to hear. Because, oh my gosh. because yeah. we, we didn't have any trust built up, and uh-huh. nobody knew who we are, and, um, you know, the peaches speak for themselves once you try it. Yes. But, but for years in our industry, this fruit selling industry, people feel like they get screwed a lot. And yeah. so it was our goal. Customers? Customers. Based on how the fruit like, tastes? Yeah. It's like, oh, you put the good ones on top and the bruised ones on the bottom. Oh. And these aren't actually going to be good. And it, so over and over and over again, building, trust me, put them on your counter. They'll soften up over the next couple of days, bite in. If you don't love them, we'll be here next week and we'll give you your money back. Yeah. And so it was a lot of that, giving them away giving them away, giving away, just trying to get people to take a bite for the first time. Yeah. And once they had them, there was no turning back. You can't go back to the grocery store, Peach. Zero percent. Right. I mean, I told Jess that we were at the same dinner a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, I literally just ran out of my frozen peaches, <laughs> even though they've been, they only, y'all are only amazing. here in the That's season. Amazing. Yes. I freeze them and I just finished my last one in a smoothie. And I was like, good thing summer's back. Perfect time. You yes. timed it perfectly, Annie. I was pretty proud of myself, That's to be your honest. next book. Yeah. Like, how did, how did, how you keep your peaches all year long. And <laughs> that's, a, that's a good title. Um, okay, so that first summer, how, what was the demand like? What was it? It wasn't great. It was just, well, what was great was the same people came back every week and brought friends. Uh-huh. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, we're huge and everybody loves us. And you just had that one spot still? Well, then we Nashville Farmer's Market reached out and we set up their Nashville Flea Market. We set mm-hmm. up there. So we're kind of a crema. Few, crema. Yeah. But it was just me and Jess. Our friends helped out a few weekends. My brother happened to be in town, helped out a weekend, you know. So that first summer, it doesn't, it doesn't go great, but you it have went multiple well, locations. It went well enough to where it was like, okay, people who have tasted these like it. Uh-huh. And we're only showing up on weekends. And are you driving down every week to Fort Valley, Georgia? No, we got up no. to enough where the farm was bringing them up to us, okay. you know, so okay. they could get a guy who like, oh, this guy's got a trailer and he's going through St. Louis. We'll throw the boxes on his truck, uh, you know, okay. and like, meet him in a parking lot yeah. and switch him on. I mean, it was like, just hustling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like to say I was in management early because I was at my nine to five in my <laughs> cubicle and air conditioning, calling Jessica, telling her where to go in the 64G. When I G. built the oh, peach trash <laughs> by myself, 
driving the truck. Anyways, around. Yeah. Uh, this is before y'all had kids, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, we were. Yeah. Oh, we just gotten married. Like okay. we 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 got married th- three days before we, we started, started selling peaches. Oh my gosh, our you guys! First, yeah, our first peaches like that we brought to Nashville were just for our wedding. We're like, we're gonna sell these next week when we get back from our crappy honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> and people were like, like we took communion off the hood of the truck. It was like oh, people were like, so wow, sweet. this is weird. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it is weird. But no, it's not. I love life's it. Life's weird right now. Yeah. So yeah, that was good. Okay, yeah. so you're calling her. Yeah, yeah, like hey, yeah. you know, go to this part or we're what, City House needs more peaches or Marche, you know. Oh, because at the did, time restaurants were buying them too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was where we before setting up at a market, like knocking on the door of City House and saying, hey, we're gonna bring peaches next week. Do you want some? And you know, that kind of thing. And so, uh, thankfully the chefs loved them immediately, which was another good affirmation that like, these are actually good. It's not just that we like them, Uh you know, chefs are like, gosh, we haven't had anything like this This is wonderful. And that's, I mean, that's one of the best small town parts of this is you, all of us know in the summer, our favorite restaurants are going to have peach truck, peach stuff like burger up. We'll do 19 peach things (laughs) because it's y'all's peaches. It's the best. It's so so awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's our favorite thing. It was that. Yeah. You're like, that works for (laughs) us too. So it was restaurants. It was the trucks Mm -hmm. and then markets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it it was just simple, but again, it was like people are coming back and bringing their friends. And that tells us the ones who have tasted them, love them. Yeah. And so I'd say looking back, it it wasn't like the smartest thing to do to quit our jobs the next year. Uh We just were really like, okay, we don't have kids. We don't have anything holding us back. Like, let's go for this. When, are we going to have another opportunity like this? So I'm thinking about our friends who are listening that have some sort of dream bubbling like this in right. them. Totally. How did y'all determine success that first year that made it enough of an idea to do it again? Like, cause if it didn't, I mean, I, I remember there were times where y'all were sold out yeah. in the first couple of years. For a sure. Lot. A lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And sure. so, but was that, was it, we see the same people every week and they're bringing their friends. Was it this number, this bottom line, this many peaches? What determined success for you that made you sure you wanted to keep going? Okay, I feel like we had a massive amount of confidence in the product we were selling. Okay. Like, we knew it was incredible. Yeah. It was like, I have no doubt that we will always provide the best peaches. That nostalgia piece, that mm-hmm. piece of like people being like, I used to right. have these. This is incredible that they're they're back. I'm telling people. There was no, I mean, honestly, I wish we could say we like sat down and had all these meetings and like looked at numbers. I remember when we finalized, like, what did we actually make? Like, what was the money we took home year one? Steven was ecstatic about the number. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) I was so mad. You're like, $11? I'm serious. I'm like, from your air conditioning, you made that much, and I was out there sweating and did what? I did not like, I I was like, this is not adding up. That was way too much work for Mm -hmm. a little return, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. So we differed on like the financial side. But we had also set ourselves up um, getting out of debt and just being ready to like take a chance. And so there was Oh, so before this even was rolling, y'all were thinking, if we ever wanted to do something. Yeah, just like wanted brilliant. to, I mean, we're also middle children. We're like, we want to do the right mm-hmm, thing. And mm-hmm. we just always have that bent to like, you know, be responsible. So it wasn't, it wasn't as much like, hey, when we're ready to take an entrepreneurial like leap of faith, we'll be debt free. It just kind of happened that way, which was beautiful. But having confidence in the product and having confidence in ourselves, like I knew that 
what we were doing nights and weekends could only go so far because there's only two of us. And I'm like, I can build a team. I can build a system around this. Steven knows marketing. Like I feel confident in us, not Mm -hmm. necessarily like, man, people are knocking down our doors trying to get peaches. Um, We hustled those peaches so hard, by the way, because Uh they, they turn. Like I, I have boxes of peaches in our living room and fruit flies are gathering. So you got a peach handed to you because we were like, (laughs) like, we got to get rid of these. Do you want a peach? peach? Right. Try one and then you'll buy a bag. We're going to have soup in our living room of peaches if we don't get rid of these. So it was like, I mean the, the hustle of like, we got to turn these quickly and get these out into the community because we know they're awesome. And I feel like we had faith in ourselves and what we could kind of bring to the table. There was no like man, people just can't get enough of these. Um, I mean, we sold but if out. But if you'd have been out $10,000, your confidence in yourself right. and the product probably 100. wouldn't have been. We yeah. were in the black. Yeah, we were in the black. Which, yeah, exactly. which that's, gave us enough. That's great. Yeah. And, and that's great advice. You know, the we both were confident also in our ability to get another job if that's what we had to do after right. our second peach season. Right. So thankfully, peach season's three months long. It's a crazy hustle. Yeah, what are the dates? Mid-May to mid-August for okay. Georgia. Okay, okay. Um, but for us, that meant like, okay, I can have a new job September 1 if this doesn't work. Right. Um, but I won't have worked all summer in a traditional job. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so so that, that was where we, we knew we were both willing to go do that. Both of us were kind of ready to leave the gigs we were doing at the time. So mm-hmm. the timing just worked out great. Yeah. So how did it look different in 2012? Well, or in 13, 13, 13. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. 13. It was, 13. it was nuts. It was um, crazy. And here. it was um, monumental in so many ways where we grew our revenue a ton mm-hmm. from where we were the first year. We also made a million mistakes in. Really? Oh my gosh. Yes. Like, Not being tight on our inventory and bringing up the right amount of people. The amount we donated to the food bank, which is wonderful for. You know, people sure. who <laughs> who need the food bank, but it was not wonderful for our business. Sure. Um, so we just were not tight on our numbers as we grew, mm. and so um, profit wise, that that really hurt us. But we learned a ton and fixed it all for the next season. I think that's the biggest thing. Is like thirteen was brutal. I was about to say. So year two is the year you learned everything. We learned oh, yeah. everything. Wow. And it was. It, it was, was amazing and really? brutal. I mean, working yeah, like working at Boost seven days a week, but then also running the business at night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you're out selling all day, there's so much that needs to get done at night to like keep the thing moving. Yes. Um, and at this point, the second summer, y'all doing seven days a week in multiple locations instead well, yeah. of Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <gasps> because oh, we're like, what, what, what will we do Monday through And we hired people it. for the first time. Yeah. And- Tell me a couple of things you learned in that second year business-wise that have stuck. I feel like that year is the year we learned who we don't want to be. And mm. because of that, we learned who we do want to be. You yeah, know, you kind of, you kind of know it in your gut. Like as, as the founders we're like, yeah, we know what like our look is, our vibe, what we stand for, what we want people to experience us as. But then when you're like watching it go the wrong way and you're yeah. like, Oh, I haven't trained people properly. Um, I hate waste. So, um, I'm great donating peaches, but there was a decent amount of time where like they have become horrible and we yeah. just have to like find a field and say goodbye to these peaches. Yeah. That crushes me. Like I don't want the farmers going through all this effort to get us the best. And then we one lose money and two don't get the product into right. customers hands. So, 
figuring out um, how to have zero waste, which from that day, from that season on, any peaches that we feel like aren't sellable, we, you know, they've got a bruise or a big gash are going to a food bank or being used to make jams or, you know, mm-hmm. anything like mm-hmm. peaches can be used for so many things. So figuring that out, learning how to lead a team, that's massive. Right. Um, processes are so huge. Telling, asking people, what kind of car do you have? Because we're going to load it up with all of our supplies and ruin your car. And, <laughs> you know, like we ruined cars that year. I remember yeah. just like, we have to figure out a different, we need a whole team to just set up locations, mm-hmm. not to take everything set up and sell. Mm-hmm. It was just so, uh, we're like, let's just throw everything at the wall, see what sticks. And all that stuff that didn't stick, we learned so much from it of like, yeah. How we need to how we need to build what is scalable you know all that stuff yeah. um, how to not lose friends yeah I was gonna ask tell me what y'all <laughs> learned about working together that year that has made this still work so does a three go to a peacemaker when he's negative because yeah I I uh, played peacemaker a lot yeah um, trying to keep Jess happy as things were not going great yeah and it, it was a brutal year in in that regard of like. We were going so hard, and rather than me being able to work in my full ten- potential, I was more worried about like just keeping the peace, keeping the peace with team and all of that. And you know, it's it's our first time doing all of it, and then yeah. nothing was perfect. I think we learned a lot about what we didn't want our business lives and mm. personal lives to look like that yeah. year. And I, I mean, after the season, I bet we didn't talk about peaches for five, five four months. Yeah. Four months. Literally. Most I of mean, the off season. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah, we like literally had you to just take a high. Yeah. We're like, yeah. not, not going to do this again. But that was such a gift of, I mean, that's the gift of the entire way the peach truck works and the seasonality of it all. The gift of, a mental break, even for a minute, like our, mm. our off season is now we call it a low season because we're, you know, doing holiday sales online and things like that. But even just the fact that like, I know that come middle of August, there will not be a peach sold. And the whole big engine of us and what we do every day from morning to night will stop. And we will take a minute, like we take the month of September off to just take a deep breath and then come back fresh and like what worked, what didn't work. That's such a gift. It was good that year working together, married couple, newlyweds, really, you know, I mean, we had dated a while, so we knew each other pretty well, but, but seeing us in that stressed space and I go to like, I'm a fighter. I'm like ready to go to the, you know, mattress to like get everything the way I want it. And I've got a sense of urgency and everything has to be excellent. And I'm, I'm going up, up, up. And Steven's like slowing down and like glazing over Mm. and knowing that, learning that about each other and learning how to communicate, um, which is a continual effort. You know, when we really, when people ask us the whole, how do you work as a married couple? It's, it's like um, a lot of self-work constantly. Right. I mean, go no shame in seeing a counselor Amen, and learning like what triggers you, what patterns there are in you and how, because as working together, leading a team, raising kids, all, I mean, just being a friend, any, it, just being a whole person is so helpful. <laughs> Duh, right? But um, yeah, we're, we're always in that process and our... Uh, it takes a decent amount of um, humility mm-hmm. to be like, 
I didn't like what you said in that meeting and I need to check why I didn't and we need to work through that, mm. you know, because you just don't want anything lingering because then it just gets messy and we got to keep it clean and we got to keep it moving. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? brilliant. Yeah. She's good Brilliant. Good I'm brilliant. <laughs> I'm going to hang out with Annie a yeah. little more. Just You're brilliant. very good at this. I'm kind of like, yeah. Because so many it. people, when they start a company with a spouse or a friend or someone, don't think through the like, am I also in counseling? Right. Just yeah. to bring the best version of me to this. I, I Something we say around here a lot is like counseling isn't selfish because you're not doing it to be better. You're doing it to be better for the people you do 100%. life with. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Like what it's not, it's them. not just you. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation with Steven and Jess to tell you about our friends over at Prep Dish. Prep Dish is my new secret weapon for healthy, stress-free meals. PrepDish is a meal planning service, so every week you get an email with a grocery list and prep ahead instructions so all of your meals are ready for the week. No guesswork needed, and you'll do your chopping and mixing ahead of time, leaving you with like no decisions to be made at dinner time, which matters to me. If you have a crazy schedule because of people or life or whatever, this is such a time saver. You'll feel like a super mom or a super friend or a super person when you serve amazingly delicious meals like their smoky paprika chicken legs with a trio of roasted vegetables. I love roasted vegetables. Or turkey and zucchini lasagna. The founder, our sweet friend Allison, is offering you guys a free two-week trial just to try it out. You can't beat that. Check out prepdish.com slash Annie for this amazing deal. PrepDish also has gluten-free, paleo, and keto options too, so that any of you guys who eat that way specifically, they have meals for you as well. So again, go to prepdish.com slash Annie for your first two weeks for free. Off season, low season. <laughs> Thank now. you, Annie. Um, so how do y'all have peaches year round? Well, we make jams. We make we have pecans that are grown on the same Yeah, you farm. have pecans. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So, you know, just some a peach cobbler mix, which we released last year. Peach hot sauce coming soon. You know, yes. there, there's so much that can be done with peaches. In, in the cookbook, there's the whole peach truck pantry uh-huh. section that's like, peach leather. There's all these ways to put up peaches besides just freezing them. Yeah. And so we're creating products to be able to sell online and at markets. And tell me how y'all have changed this farm's life. What we've done, I think more than anything is connected them with the end consumer in a way they haven't been able to in years because they are getting the feedback from the person eating the peach that they haven't had in years because, you know, they go to a grocery store and someone gets them and they might get complaints because uh-huh. there's stickers on it, but to hear like, oh my gosh, I haven't tasted anything like this in years yeah. over and over and over again is yeah. really fun. Yeah. I mean, they're planting trees and growing with us, which is really fun to like see the farm. Oh, plant- the farm's growing. The, they're planting wise. new trees mm-hmm. because of us, which is That's so cool. for us, which is really great. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been an incredible partnership and what they do is so labor intensive. And she mentioned it earlier, but they do 95% of the work. It's really our job just to get that peach over the finish line and into a customer's hand. Mm -hmm. And so um, we just focus hard on that. And uh, thankfully, not thankfully, but a peach, as she mentioned earlier, is so sensitive to its environment. Mm -hmm. It can't last weeks off the tree like other fruits and vegetables. So when you bite into a fresh peach, it makes a world of difference. And yeah. So anyways. Tell me what you've learned about weather and God and trust and all the things. Open hands. 
I mean, such open hands. Like, didn't y'all have one bad season? Yeah. We've, well, in fact, so this is our eighth summer. This is the first full crop we've ever had in our existence. Oh like, my gosh! Like, 2017 was a like. 85% loss. 80, yeah, 85% Yeah, I remember that y'all... Bad. Yeah, I remember the conversations around like... Yeah. You guys, the peach truck doesn't have near as much as they usually do. No, but, we, yeah. we our season was in half. We yeah. ran out constantly, um, which scarcity is great. There's a weird marketing tool yeah, to totally. that that we always are just like, well, it is it is what it is. Like, yeah. you know, that last day of every season when some guy or boyfriend or husband's like, is there another bag? And you're like, literally, <laughs> no, dude. Like, yeah. I, you got to get up early. Yeah. Um, but- and also, we've been here Every day Every for day. the whole summer, son. <laughs> so yeah, listen, get on the wagon. Um, yeah, it's an incredible thing. We we've learned a ton. Pearson Farm, who's the family friend, close connection. Can we look um, them up on Instagram and stuff? Are they in yeah, places? They are. Okay, yeah, totally. Good. We'll link to them. Um, the fourth generation is oh um, a, a son and two daughters, and the son um, Al Pearson. Uh, has been the farmer and his son Lawton now is the fifth generation uh, working on the farm. And Al and then um, Ann McGee's husband, um, Bill. Bill, thank you. <laughs> Al and Bill, like, and Ann, just that whole generation, they have uh, imparted to us so much. Like, from the day one where we're like, we're thinking we'll, you know, ask for 32 boxes. And they're yeah. like, you cute little babies. Um, <laughs> they, they've they just always been like, you know, save for a rainy day and, you know, Bill will talk about, you know, you got to get, let nature have what it wants, you know, mm-hmm. like you got to give that 10% or whatever back yeah. to nature. Like, Interesting. you know, it is what it is. You can't, a, a storm that comes through and hail that drops right on that orchard um, and just destroys it for that five minutes. It just, you can't, you can't change that. You just have yeah. to have open hands and be um, thankful for what you do have. Do your best. They're brilliant farmers. They're like, in, they're actually phenomenally talented in all sorts of different ways. But you just like, you just receive from them all that wisdom and you respond accordingly and are like, okay, if I'm going to, if I'm going to represent you all, if we're going to help finish this whole beautiful cycle of a peach's life, like we need to be on board for your values and mm. what you stand for. And, and with that is like a deep respect for nature. Um, we were talking actually the other day about, you know, a Saturday in Nashville is like a big day for the peach truck. We're in a lot of locations, so we want sunshine. Well, if it's a rainy Saturday, we used to just be like, no, oh my goodness, this is awful. And then it's like, you know, but the earth needs rain. Like plants are needing it and other crops need it. And just being more mindful of like just the bigger, beautiful picture of life and creation and things are birthed from rain and things, Mm. you know, life and death. And it's all, it's all going to be what it is. And we're just going to have open hands. Yeah. The end. (laughs) <laughs> thanks for coming to jessica's ted talk um, yeah. <laughs> it was uh yeah definitely i mean march is the scariest month every year because that's when you're really susceptible to a late frost mm. and um and it can wipe out your whole year and i'm i'm more up in the middle of the night checking the weather app seeing what it is in fort Are valley you? georgia yeah i mattered. sleep so well <laughs> um but what she says is so true what's amazing is a fifth generation family-owned peach farm that if any generation had gotten everything they could out of the soil without thinking of the next generation, then they wouldn't be able to be growing peaches on the same land. You'd suck all the nutrients out of it. So they're always in balance of 
we need to feed our families today, but we need to think about the next generation. And so, um, so yeah, that's, that's fascinating. It's amazing. How does that play out in our lives too? How are we doing that? You don't have to have an answer. I'm just thinking about it. Yeah. It's a good question. Like, how are we, how are we conserving some things, even Mm -hmm. emotionally? I'm not just talking about like using paper straws. Yeah. Yeah. I just think farmers probably understand God and life far better than the rest of us Yeah, because they have to depend on all that and think about all that. And they have Mm -hmm. no control. You do all that work and then it can, just a night will take out your whole crop and there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you went from a desk job. Yeah. To a job where a desk job where assuming you could kind of control right everything that happened based on how hard you worked. Right. To now you you can't. Yeah, I mean, to an extent we can't. I mean, that eighty five percent loss year there, you know, we took every piece they would send us and yeah. you know, that was what it was. Most years though, I mean, we control our marketing and you know, things like a book. Yeah. Has shelf life and that's exciting. Yeah, that's right. It can right. sit on a shelf for a while and it's not going to rot. Yeah, that's right. It's not hanging <laughs> on a tree waiting to get hailed. I love it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and control. I mean, there is no control at the end of the day. And, mm. you know, we do what we can and market the way we can and yeah. buy our Facebook ads and hope for the best. But at the end of the day, like mother nature will win. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about the cookbook. For yes. starters, it's beautiful. Thank you. Anna. And it has great shelf life. It, it, has it great smells totally fresh. And yeah. there's so many great pictures of you guys and your family. Um, how'd you get all these recipes? Did you make them up? Are these all yours? No. I mean, for eight summers, you know, you're trying to sell a box or a bag and people are like, when are we going to do all these peaches? And so you're right. you're always like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. It's so much more than just a cobbler. Like, right. Like a peach but also can be, but a also, cobbler. <laughs> duh, duh, but also there's a, cobbler. a reason. And so always in my mind, having ideas and thoughts and then uh, got together with an incredible uh, recipe developer named Tori Cox. Uh-huh. And um, me and her and our editor just kind of like teased out these 100 recipes and really looking for a balance of like, oh, that's just so delicious and amazing and gluttonous to healthy, wonderful things you can do with your kids you can feel yeah, proud about yeah. and just ingredients that you have. and But but also feeling like I'm making something really, really special. Right. Um, I, when we were, when we were shooting the book, we're making all these recipes clearly to take pictures. Yeah. And once the shot was taken, I devoured <laughs> I, every dish. I mean, it was bad, Annie. Well, They're like, can you? I? I mean, the team was like, can I have a bite? I'm like, no. <laughs> no. I ate half a pound cake. <laughs> the girl. I really did. And then I remade it last week and did the same thing. And I was like, okay, can't make the pound cake I mean, anymore. You came to dinner the other night and you're like, I'm not hungry because I just made. Yes, <laughs> yes that. <laughs> dessert and ate it all. Yes. <laughs> this is a it's pattern. A pattern yeah. You're yeah, yeah, holding yeah. me accountable. Be, That's true. Oh my besides gosh. the uh, the recipes we developed, though, like a dozen um, Nashville chefs uh, put their recipes in. So like, oh, wow. Sean Brock has the most insane double cheeseburger with peach ketchup. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Tandy Wilson's peach vinegar, which is amazing. Yeah. A um, couple different pastry chefs um, from josephine and from city house and anyways yeah we're super proud to like kind of have this nashville flair as well because like you mentioned burger ups cocktails are in there yeah um just kind of celebrating what nashville has done with these peaches but also all these that peach tartine we just had that brunch today that is what literally the page i was looking for Mm -hmm. marche has a peach Mm -hmm. tartine that is 
unbelievable. It's and it's only when you guys give them peaches. Right. Yeah. Or when they buy them. <laughs> but, you know. What's the best about that? I mean, there's everything's the best about it. But Margot just like, it, there's like a peach and a half on every piece of toast. Yes. You're like, you do not skimp on those right. peaches. Yeah, and that's, right. Like, that's right. And that's what y'all had for breakfast. You were like, yeah, yeah. On the what a, what a full circle. So like, funny. here are peaches I know, on so feeding us even today. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Man, that's. Jenny's. Oh, and, and let me tell you the other thing I love about this. This is why everyone is going to want to get this is that in the back, you also tell us the things that our grandmothers did. How, here's how you can peaches. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's how you make peach jam. Here's how you make peach syrup. Like all these things that because food and I, something I try to do is eat seasonally just to kind of mm-hmm. live in the weight of right. peaches and the weight of strawberries. Sometimes I freeze them for my um, yep. smoothies. But having things like peach jam, it, it just feels a reconnection with maybe a better version, a slower version of mm-hmm. life. So, yeah. and I don't know how to do that stuff, but y'all are teaching me in the back of this cookbook. Come on, that's so Which I'm grateful. Yes. Canned peaches. Who cans peaches anymore? We're going People to. People do. Yeah. I mean, you freeze them. That's, that's pretty I do. Good. I'm, I, I like that y'all put a whole page on how to freeze peaches. That'll teach them. Yeah. yeah. Slice them up, everybody. <laughs> I know. Um, it's the best though, because you, you, I mean, just being aware of, like you mentioned, eating seasonally, like being aware of what's in season when and then yeah. taking advantage of that and yeah. putting them up or canning them. It's amazing the difference in taste uh, that you get to experience when, oh, when man. you do that. No mm-hmm. kidding. Okay. So the cookbook just released like a week and a half ago. Yes. Oh my gosh. Where can people get it? Where is it available? Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Like Everywhere. on your website. Yeah. On our website, you know, but also like uh, your local Parnassus. independent bookstore, yeah. Parnassus um, mm-hmm. and the bookstore here in East Nashville. Uh-huh. But yeah, anywhere fine books okay. are sold. Amazon, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Amazon has it. Amazon, Did y'all self-publish it or no? No, Simon and Schuster. Simon and Schuster, settle down. Big five. Yeah. Come on. Y'all know that's a huge deal to be with Simon and Schuster. It's exciting. Do you know I mean, it is? I had heard of them before, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's something about being with the big five. It's no joke. So yeah. Well done. So it'll be really everywhere. Private. I mean, it's out. It'll be everywhere, yeah. All the places. Yeah. Do y'all have like a book tour you go we and do? We do. We just finished our book tour. There um, you go. <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. We were, yeah, all over the place. Really, so we do this peach truck tour across the Midwest and Northeast. I don't know if you know about that. Yeah. Eight different states. And so we really, we have customers. How can people keep up with that, by the way? Uh, the slash tour. Okay. So you can see the full tour schedule. Okay. Um, we might come to your town. But um, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Florida, and Texas. Okay. We bring peaches on the tour. But uh, seven of those cities we went to on the uh, book tour is yeah. amazing to meet so many folks who have been buying peaches for years and sign some books. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I, okay, that was going to be one of my other questions because all my like local Nashville listeners, mm-hmm. a already buy peaches, but now Come they on. know we can find the peach truck. I mean, it's everywhere in Nashville now. Like I go to the one, my yeah. my main peach truck stop is the one in the church parking lot on Hillsborough. Oh yeah, Trinity. Yeah, yeah. totally. So that, but but there, how many different places here now? I mean, over fifty. A over week. fifty. We're up in Hendersonville, oh down in Franklin, Nolansville, Bellevue, Mount Juliet, and everywhere in between. Can you just give us like a growth? Like, tell me summer one to summer eight. Like, do you have a, how, how many peaches then? How many peaches now? Oh, or yeah. is there some number? Come on. They can I mean, the numbers, Steven. It, I just say we, like millions of peaches, you know? I millions. Mean, like the yeah, song. Millions. This yeah. summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you'll go through millions this summer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you so guys. The, the tour is super fun because, like, we wrap a semi truck. It's, like, all orange like, yeah. boxes. And it's, like, small 
like well we we partner with local garden centers and like lines like snaking lines in these and uh, it's like a little mini peach festival yeah. for an hour and a half and then yeah. we're on to the next stop it's so fun we're just having a blast everybody needs a good peach Annie yes. right yes we're just doing our part so you went from 32 boxes <laughs> yeah to millions right of peaches right that's so rad. It's exciting. That I mean, it's the best. Awesome. And yeah, yeah, it's crazy. We, so for my friends in California or my friends in New York or my friend, how can they get peaches? Well, so California and Arizona, unfortunately, they have their agriculture. They're super proud of their own agriculture. Won't let our we can't uh, Georgia even peaches them. in. Mm. But everywhere else we ship nationwide. I mean, we ship. Oh, great. So yeah. we can just buy boxes Which is online. In, yeah, yeah, we ship like a, a ton to New York. We, we, yeah, Brilliant. We, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What a great, because I'm thinking it's middle of July. There are so many people who are like, gonna do mm-hmm. labor day yes cookouts Absolutely. or giving gifts or you know yep that we can just send a box of peaches yes. the best. yeah it's all i mean if you go to our website there's a button for nashville so if you live locally you can just type in your zip code and see where we are and then Brilliant. there's all locations again enter your zip code if you're in ohio in some smaller town you can see the closest location and then um our shop online, our, our shop online and you can see all of our stuff what else is up there so we've got the book we've yeah. got peaches We've got jams. jams. We've got pecans. pecans. Oh, yeah, the pecans. Those are, I feel like those happen at a different time of the year. Well, we I sell wrong? them during the summer. They're harvested in the fall, but we okay. um, they keep great, like frozen yeah. until the next summer. And so, I okay. mean, they're just ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's similar to the peach where it's like you haven't tasted what a pecan should taste like mm-hmm. yet yes. until you yes. taste these. So, and can, will you just like kind of pray about boiled peanuts? I just want you to like put it in the back of your heart. Dude, I love boiled peanuts. I love them. Like, going to a Braves game with a paper bag of boiled peanuts, life can't get better. There used to be, when I would drive, I went to University of Georgia, when I would drive from Athens. Go dogs. Go dogs, take them. To my parents' lake house at at Lake Burton, there would be a trailer (laughs) on the side of the road, and they had one big pot on their front, and you would not eat anything out of that pot except boiled peanuts. Oh, my god! Because the dirtier the pot, the better those peanuts are. <laughs> and I would stop and get a styrofoam cup and just get, make myself sick. Yeah. I just yeah. love them so much, but nobody here knows how to do them. I know. Listen, it's really been something I've talked about, and I, I don't know that anyone else cares, but I'll sell them to you. So <laughs> Listen, I'll buy them. Here's what you can know. you got a customer. Yeah. And yeah. I've got a few listeners who may be, a few of our friends out there may go like, yeah, I'd buy a one. Maybe, maybe what we do is it's we like, do like, one week out of the summer is boiled peanut week. Okay, Ooh, that's fine. And then that's all you have to do. Okay. And then you and then and then if people want them, they want. Yeah. And I'll buy a bunch and freeze them. If I <laughs> if if they don't sell, you've got me to help you. You're not gonna throw them in a yard. I love it. You're gonna have it. to throw them in a field. That <laughs> like Southern caviar. Beaches. It's it's the best. It's just the Southern best. Southern caviar. Y'all need a minute. I feel very <laughs> um, not a part of this. Oh Amazing. my gosh. Wow. Will you just for people? I get this question every time I talk about boiled peanuts. Yeah. Will you describe them to people? Okay, I'll try. Oh, wow. So, I mean, I use the left side of my mouth. I'm left-handed. I don't know if that matters. But uh-huh. biting in in that salty Because they're juice, soft. People should yeah, know they're, that. they're soft. Well, they're hard on the outside, but soft on the inside, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You crunch it, and that salt... This sounds yeah, terrible. come on, go. That no. salty juice just, like, just filling yep. your taste buds, right? Swallow that. <laughs> and then open it up, and you've got these... <laughs> 
Slimy soft, slimy soft peanuts. Peanuts in the middle, so salty. Also salty. I'm yeah. so sorry, everyone. Or the Cajun <laughs> ones. Do you do that? I don't really do that. I'm a purist. I'm a purist as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, okay with. Are that. we starting a new company, you guys? <laughs> I'm available. Okay, I have I'm a job, it. but it's yeah. it doesn't take near much of my time. Right. Just kidding, it takes all my time. <laughs> but I can I can make some time for bull peanuts, uh-huh. dude. I love them. And then you just throw that shell on the ground and just go to the next one. That shell on the ground, and, and I think people should know they are cooked wet like they're in a they're in a pot of water they're so boiled. that they get yeah they're literally boiled yeah and so they get real soft and salty and they have you are, seen them i mean it's so much salt in that water which is amazing awesome yeah. yeah i mean i'm so thirsty for four days after bowl of peanuts <laughs> but it is like worth it uh-huh. um are you a huge braves fan massive yeah same same y'all know dansby swanson's like a friend of the pod he's like one of our people yeah that That's yeah amazing. and and this was my what sounds fun answer. Oh, wait. Okay, hold on. Let me just ask it. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. So, you guys, because it's called That Sounds Fun. Yeah. What sounds fun to you, Steven? You know. As you the, were. The the Atlanta Braves in the year 2019 sound oh, very fun. I, I am a kid who grew up in the 90s watching every Braves game. Same. The 14 straight division titles, very exciting. And then Braves we, Day at school. Braves Day at school. Yep. Braves Day is every day yeah. in my heart. Um, <laughs> but, it's real. <laughs> but it's like it's like my one hobby is the Atlanta Braves. But this team of, you know, Ronald Acuna and Ozzie Albies and Max Fried and Soroka and Dansby Swanson. And this cute little new guy, Riley. Austin Riley just Listen, smashing this bombs. Guy. I mean, it, I... Crush over here <laughs> big time. It, it's, it's, uh, unreal. it's unreal. I, but it... They play such an exciting brand of baseball that mm-hmm. taking extra bases, just like, you know, being pumped for everybody but on But then that you got team. old Billy McCann back there out of nowhere. Just our, also like, drop, hit two home runs last night. He's just such, he is the man to me. It feels like we've got like, oh yeah, I've loved McCann forever. Uh-huh. And then he left and I forgot. And then he came back and, and they, I was like, oh. And he home. signed for mm-hmm. next to nothing just because he wanted to be a brave. And, uh, yeah. you know, what a it good just. Dude. We got to get him on here. That's our next goal. On, oh, man. That would be amazing. Okay. Well, what sounds fun to you? Okay. Can you? Um, I'm really sorry. How do I answer this? What sounds fun? Just what, just sounds, what sounds fun? Just what sounds fun yeah. for yeah. me yeah. personally? Yes, totally. Oh, I was like, I, that's, that's such I, an eight right now. To go like, <laughs> I, I need you to actually, I don't want to get this wrong because yeah, I don't like, get things wrong. Uh, so, well, the way you answered what yours, sounds fun is the I was like, what is he saying? Okay. What sounds fun to me? <laughs> yeah. Going somewhere, doing something, yeah. watching something. Okay. So, what sounds fun to me is um, being a delivery bike rider in New York City. Oh, okay. Like, Chinese food or like important papers back to back. I just want to bike. I just want to be like, watch out, cars! I'm faster than you, and just riding all through. This girl on a bike in New York City. It's my favorite place. In the world to be outside of with my kids, because I should say that as a mom. But (laughs) and 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 love you, you, boo. yeah, I just I I just want to be on a bike, just in the city, like riding, dodging cars, okay, just a little dangerous, just racing all over. Great, that I love sounds all of that. fun. That sounds really fun. Well that done. Sounds fun. Okay, so we can everything we want to know about peaches for Nashville folks and non-Nashville folks. Mm-hmm. Peach truck, thepeachtruck.com. Thepeachtruck.com. Mm-hmm. You can see if we come near you, click the locations yep. page and and type in your zip code. Otherwise, just click shop. Now online. here's what's gonna happen. Everyone's gonna say, "I'm your friend from that sounds fun," and you guys have to you just have to know that I they're gonna that. call every guest who comes on here. 
becomes friends of ours. Come on. Oh, I so, that. I mean, we're already real life friends, but now yes. you've got these crowds yes. who are going to, I mean, Dansby has people yelling, that sounds fun at almost every baseball game. <laughs> he texts so me and goes, awesome. there were like six of them tonight, oh Andy. I'm gosh, like, I'm so glad. <laughs> A little welcome. bit sorry, mostly glad. Yeah. You're welcome, Dan. So that's your warning that now when people come up and say that sounds fun, you got to give them like a pecan or something. Okay, we got them. A pecan. Yeah. We'll do better than yeah. that. I love it. That's so It's beautiful. so fun. Yeah, Seriously, it's a really sweet a group cool. of friends. Yes. Y'all are going to love that they know you and y'all are our favorite peach people now. That's I so love cool. That. So thanks for being on the show. Thanks Thank for you so having me. Really grateful. Y'all have been such a gift to our town. Really, oh. you, are, you are maintaining something that the cranes and the buildings mm. and the lime scooters are trying to take away. And y'all are keeping it here. And it matters so much to me. So I'm really, really mm. grateful. Gosh, thanks, Annie. Thank you. Okay, y'all. So wherever you live, you can get peaches. If you're near Nashville, you just need to find them and buy them. And the rest of y'all can order them online. They are just everywhere. And they are so good. Oh, my gosh. I have a bag in my kitchen right now. And I'm so happy about it. You can learn more at thepeachtruck.com. And again, get their cookbook. It'll be such a great gift. So fun for you to have and for friends to have. It's on Amazon, at your favorite local bookstore, all the places. And make sure you give The Peach Truck a follow as well as Stephen and Jessica. Tell them thanks for being on the show. They're just the best, aren't they? They are so fun. I love them. I hope you got to catch them as they were out on their book tour the last couple of weeks. If you live anywhere in the area, make sure you go check out their website and see if it is coming close to you as well. If you need anything else from me, I'm embarrassingly easy to find. It's Annie F. Downs, F as in, hmm, fresh, because the peach truck peaches are so fresh. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That's how you can find me if you need me. Hey, just a reminder, we did an entire month of June called the Ennea Summer 2019, where we talked about different Enneagram numbers. We're going to do a follow-up show where we answer a bunch of your questions. So the only way to submit a question podcast at anniefdowns.com. Email it to us. Uh, our detective and assistant, Chief Annie Officer Jenna, will be going through all those and lining them up for our guests that we'll have on, the expert that'll come and help us answer your questions. So again, that's podcast at anniefdowns.com. Okay, friends, make sure you get some peaches. Go out and do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Y'all have a great weekend, and we will see you back here on Monday. <laughs>